You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to WoW Talk, the Master Those Buttons podcast all about World of Warcraft. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm here with Ray Liu. Hey, hey. And Eric Knudsen. Hey, guys. And Chris Harv Greer couldn't be here tonight. He's uh, not feeling all that well, but uh, hopefully he'll be back next time. And today is May 9th, and this is WoW Talk, episode number 212. And this would have been episode 213. We had a very brief discussion Emphasis on very brief uh, last Tuesday after the uh, also very brief mobile announcement about Arc Lake Rumble, which we'll get <laughs> into. And I was like, hey, do you guys want to record an episode? Actually, it was before the, sh- before the announcement, when they had announced the announcement. And I said, hey, do you guys think we should you know, be ready to record a special episode Tuesday night after this big major reveal of this mobile game? And we were like, okay, well, you know, we'll see how it goes. And then it was seven minutes, eight minutes. Right. Of, uh, pre-recorded footage um so yeah so we're like you know we don't we don't need to we don't need to schedule anything out of band here we can just talk about that on the following monday so. <laughs> it wasn't enough that's there. what we're gonna do would you say eric there wasn't enough there there well you know let's, let's just get into it here and then we'll we'll do our usual you know how's, how's everybody been doing what we've been up to here but let's just get into it because this is kind of this is kind of major this should be major this should I feel like this kind of announcement should warrant a some sort of let's all talk about this outside the normal schedule because this, you know, it's a new Warcraft game. We do not like we get the expansions every two years. We know how that works. You know, we weren't podcasting at the time that Hearthstone was announced, but I like I was still writing for, you know, mash those buttons, my, my little wow talk column. And I made sure I wrote about that, you know, because Hearthstone's announcement was fairly big. Um, and Hearthstone's grown into its own thing, and we don't really talk about that on here because it's Warcraft adjacent. Um, this feels a lot less than Warcraft adjacent, but we'll have to see. Because um, it's, what do they say, it's a tower defense game, but they're like, it's really more like tower offense. And you've got these five five families that you that you get to you know build your characters around. And it's what the Horde, the Alliance, uh, the Night Elves, Beasts, um, I think the Undead, I think were the five groups, something like that. and you get to, you know, there's maps that you're playing on and you get, you, you get to assemble characters who are like your, your leaders and you get to level them up. So it's a little RPG ish and that nature. It has a fairly, uh, animated style, like kind of like how wow is very stylized and not super realistic that, so that it ages well, uh, it's the same kind of thing here. You know, everything's supposed to look like toys. It does a very good job of doing that. Um, and Nick has not talked about it as much as the reveal did. Yes, thank you, Shanty. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and War, War, uh, Boreak, World of War Clash Clans. Yes. See, I've never played Clash of Clans. I don't know. Have you guys played Clash of Clans? No, but I've seen like you know ads when you play like other games. Are like, oh, play this game, and it does remind me of that. Mm-hmm. See, it it doesn't for me because the ads I'm thinking of always have like 
was it? Wasn't there? Was it Clash of Clans or, or what company was it that hired a supermodel to like advertise their game at the Super Bowl like five years ago or something? <laughs> and, she, and like there was no game footage because she was just walking around dressed like a Greek goddess. And you're like, okay, like I don't, I don't know what the gameplay loop here is. So no, I don't. I'm not familiar with this style of genre other than it's not. Well, it's not what I expected. I was. I don't know. I was thinking maybe it'd be some kind of like, I know I shouldn't have expected like an RTS because they, the RTS team has been like gutted and they're all over at, uh, oh, was it, uh, Frost Giant? I think it is. It's Frost Giant Studios is where they kind of went. Um, but you know, I was expecting some, I, I don't know what I was expecting because ultimately this really feels like what I should have expected. And I, I think I wanted something that would feel more central to the game. Kind of like, oh, like you, you play World of Warcraft. You're gonna want to play this because this is adjunct to the Warcraft experience. Like you, you got to play it on mobile. You got to play it on PC. They're separate but equal kind of things. And this feels completely unnecessary. It feels a lot like it feels a lot like Hearthstone, but even less interesting. And that's probably just my. Take. <laughs> I hate to be mean about that. I don't know. I just this is. I'm not. This is just not for me. I apologize for that. But I don't know what. What did you guys think? Yeah, not for me either. I guess I've never really been into that type of game, so for me it was kind of bleh. about Ray. What happened? What happened to my dating sim game that I kept talking about all those podcasts ago? Yeah, they never made that. Yes, yes. <laughs> See, that would have been hilarious. Or actually, when I think Eric and I talked about it, it was more of like, you know, what if they had done something with the pet battles like Pokemon Go, where you had to go out and do stuff? You know, kind of involve exercise, they, sunlight, something, anything. Allegedly, <laughs> according to Jason Schreier. Uh, you know, he who knows everything about all video game companies, I think he's over at, uh, is it uh, it's Bloomberg now, Bloomberg News. According to Jason Schreier, there was another mobile game in development that was a Pet Battle Go style game, and it got canceled. Oh. That, however it was going, they were like, yeah, this isn't going to work out. And so, like, that, I would have been cool with that. And I, and I get like I, I, I like one of the problems with something like that is that, you know, on the one hand, it's like if you can bring all your pet battles over from WoW into the mobile game, which is what people want, then like you don't have to play the mobile game. You want to playing WoW to like power up the mobile game, which kind of defeats the point. So it's like it has to be its own thing. But if it's its own thing, then you've got this whole collection of pet battle just sitting there. So it's like I can see why they'd be a little bit like conflicted about how to do that. Plus, too, I've never understood. Like, I understand the appeal of Pokemon Go, where it's like you walk around and you see the Pokemon in the real world. That's awesome. That's cool. But I don't want to walk around or I don't really care to walk around and be like, oh, hey, there's a Warcraft creature over in my bushes. Like, that's not, <laughs> you don't want to get not, lost in a real life cave. Yeah, you could catch Murlocs. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to catch Murlocs out in the wild. I want to catch Murlocs <laughs> with the comfort of my own home. I want... You know, get, don't give me Pokemon Go. Give me like Pokemon Red and Yellow, or what's what's the latest one, like Pearl and Sage or something. I don't. <laughs> I think Pearl and Diamond was a different one. Unless if they like re-released, I don't know. There's a lot of gems and colors. I don't know. My 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 kid's getting into Pokemon now, so I need to start brushing oh, up you have on to this. Learn it I, yeah. He's like, Daddy, what's this one? And he, he's got a book where it teaches him how to draw the pictures, and he's like, you drew a picture and he colored it in. I'm like, I, I have no idea that. So it's 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 from the generation where they went from being like from like they went from being like kind of like anime cartoony to like goofy cartoony. I don't know if I if, if that makes any kind of sense. 
It's Ooh. where it's like I did. I did read a breakdown of this about how like they changed the Pokemon animation between certain generations, and it's like that there were less like there were less round shapes and more like oblong shapes. I don't. Mm-hmm. They, Anyway, this is not a Pokemon. I think, you, I think you're gonna have to. Uh, I think you're gonna have to go the flashcard route. That's how you're gonna learn yes. them. Yes. Yeah. yeah I'm. Yeah. That's funny because he's got his flashcards for like learning how to like his little like three and four letter words. Yeah. I have flashcards for the Pokemon. Yep. That's yeah, that's Maril. Maril. <laughs> you're already beyond what I'm at. So. <laughs> but anyway, so so yeah so. Yeah, the Pokemon game that that got canceled. Blizzard's not doing that. Um, I, I I don't know. I have to think they got to come back. That that it feels that feels like too much of a and maybe that's the problem. It's too much of an easy idea. But like on paper, like a WoW pet battle game done in the style of Pokemon, that should be a license to print money, right? And I don't get why they're not doing that. Like I I, I like I know I don't know. It's probably the same thing. Like with you know like oh like. Blizzard, you know, another MMO, but this time set in like the future with the ability to shoot guns and it's first person. That should be Blizzard printing money. And then it's like, no, or Starcraft Ghost should be printing money. And we know Blizzard loves to cancel their games. So, so yeah, so, so pour one out for what never was Pet Battle Go. <laughs> I was just hoping people want to get outside and, you know, get sunlight. Mm hmm. What we yes. did today, get some sunlight. That is very helpful. Get that vitamin D. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's the the trailer looked cute for the game. And I was like, oh look, he just gave him a knoll arm instead yes. because he <laughs> lost his arm. Well, my favorite part of the trailer is that they included a gnome front and center because time after time. That's always the biggest complaint is that these cinematics never have any gnomes. And they're like, no, no, no. We're throwing a gnome right in front of center. She's going to be cackling and shooting stuff, and it's going to be awesome. And she's a cool character. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the problem is, like, they could do that because it was such a cartoonishly animated style. The problem is that they can never find a way to put a gnome into an actual cinematic. It's like, you know, it's supposed to be, like, you know, sort of realistic because gnomes i don't think they figured out how to animate realistic gnomes yet (laughs) (laughs) it's it's one of those like uncanny valley things where they probably just don't look right and until they they get that like they're gonna keep throwing gnomes and all these other cinematics which i'm not a gnome fan i can't say i'm like yeah gnomes but i mean this gnome was perfectly adorable so i'm fine with that i mean in all fairness i will i will probably try the game out i should at least give it a fair shake this is blizzard so there's got to be some fun value to it. Well, what I liked is, as I said earlier, they, they called it, they said it's not tower defense, it's like tower offense. And to me, this sounds a bit like Blizzard doing what they do, where they look at a genre, they say, okay, we like this game, let's kind of break it down, and how can we put that Blizzard spin on it, where we we tweak it a little bit, kind of like how Heroes of the Storm was like an evolution of a MOBA, or, or even WoW was like the evolution of M- MMO at the time. Uh, it's the same thing where they you know they looked at like the standard mobile tower defense game like how can we you know kind of you know tweak the format a little bit and make it fun and and, and that's what it seems again not not being super familiar with the format that's what it seems like they did i'm sure somebody's gonna be like no this is exactly like game x that came out on iphone five years ago and it's just reskinned wet blizzard stuff but Mm -hmm. um no it looks it looks gorgeous i mean the the graphics the characters um 
I mean, it's a nice little conceit too that they're supposed to be toys, so they have that like little plasticky kind of action figure feel to them. Um, so it works very well. It'll be another World of Warcraft figure game like before. Well, you know, I think that's the thing is because uh, they actually do have some figures that they were putting out kind of in this style, and or at least a similar style. I shouldn't say this style exactly, but they were putting out some. There's like an Alliance Footman, and I think like an Orc Grunt. Um, you know, like just a regular orc soldier, not a peon, but like a regular orc soldier that you can get. And they're, you know, they're action figures, but they're very animated. You know, like they look like a cartoon kind of rendered as a sculpture, as opposed to like the realistic, like we've seen like the Sylvanas or the Jaina statues that they, they put out the like $450 yeah. or whatever. They're super detailed. They're sick, but they're expensive. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, these were a little more, uh, you know, like you could probably buy them in like a toy store kind of thing. And, yeah, like these fit perfectly into that. Like if they were ever going to do uh, to to crib from Scott Johnson on the uh, instance, rest in peace. Um, but uh, rest in peace for the instant, not Scott Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Johnson. Better clarify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just to clarify. <laughs> but uh, he used to talk about his Blizz Mebos, And this looks like what the, the like, a, you know, a Blizzard Amiibo. Uh, that's what that's what it looks like here, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I get the foot in to make money this way. And I have little figures, probably. Right. Right. No, it'd be cool to see if they did that because I think there's, you know, this, again, this is one of those things that you're looking at and you're like, oh, like this should be an obvious way that they could merchandise this, like put out little action figures, you know, and, and they don't even they don't even have to interact with the game. But, you know, you it's a mobile game, so it's going to be on your phone. Put a little barcode on the bottom that you can scan in or something and you've got like your Blizzard Amiibo, in, you know, integration there um, so they could do something like that. But but even then, just putting out the figures, even if they don't do anything, just because they, they're. They're, you know, they're cool looking. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'd, I'd like to see if they do that. I think uh, I did see they already do have merchandise for the game in the store, but it's just like the logo, the the game logo on a T-shirt, which, you know, to be starting off, that's fair. But uh, one other thing I did want to mention about this, well, actually two things I want to mention. One is that Tom Chilton uh, is one of the developers on this. I don't know if he's the lead game designer. I would assume that he is because it would seem a little bit weird to go from being like the, I forget, you know, he, he, he held Ian's job before Ian had it. So was he like lead game, lead encounter designer or whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever Ian's job is, uh, that was Chilton's job before. It would be weird to go from like being one of the head guys on wow to being just like a guy on a mobile game team. So I assume he's one of the higher, you know, mucky mucks on this game, but, you know, it's interesting to see where he finally wound up because that was the thing is like he left Warcraft and we're like, yeah, he's just somewhere at Blizzard. <laughs> like we didn't know where he was. Apparently he's been working on this. So how long has Ian been game developer on Warcraft now? Like six years? It's been like three expansions, right? He took over like right after I think Legion. That sounds about right. This came out something like that. So for as long as Ian's been there, this is what Tom Chilton has been doing. Uh, so it's good. Well, presumably, I mean, he could have bounced around a few projects. They've had several mobile deva- games in development that have been canceled. And I, we still, you know, I assume this is coming from Alan Adham's incubator. Uh, so we know that that's coming from there or we, you know, we assume that's coming from there. He could have bounced around some from, you know, games in there before landing on this. But presumably this is what he's been working on for a good chunk of time. So it's good to see like, the, you know, that he's back there. You know, this is the fruits of his labor. Good to see that. But the other thing, too. Is that, you know, you talked a little bit about this being sim- similar to other games. You know, if, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was like a lawsuit. You know, Blizzard was suing some Chinese game development companies for basically like ripping off their WoW IP and stuff. And everybody's yep. like, look, these games are making millions of dollars. 
you know, just and all they do is they have a little ad that looks like a cartoonish version of like Thrall and Sylvanas yelling at each other. And then it's like dumb, like, you know, wow skinned gameplay. And here they are. They're finally doing it. They're entering that space. So, again, that lawsuit, that kind of stuff was like, I know we talked about this like six, seven years ago at the time that it was happening. It makes sense for them to sit down after that lawsuit and say, okay, why aren't we making this game that these other people are making and taking our money? They finally did it. So good job, Blizzard. You're you're about to, you know, get your money back, basically. <laughs> so any other thoughts on Arclight Rumble? I will probably also try to give it a shot and see what it's like and then fail miserably because I never really played mm. the tower defense games, but Yeah. We'll give it a shot, see what it see what it plays out like. But I'm not excited for it. I'm just like okay, it's a thing on the radar. We'll oh. Try it out. Yeah, I mean, I, could you imagine if this had like been like the main like, <laughs> anchor at a BlizzCon if they closed oh out and they're God. like, no, ArcLight Rumble, like that really would have. I mean, as, as as much as Diablo Immortal's been a, a thing, like this really would have. Uh, yeah, you think that well? Yeah. Think Immortal was a meme. <laughs> <laughs> and Shadowlands is delayed, but here's ArcLight Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, be... as you well as you have patch nine point five. Uh, here's here's our clay rumble, right? So, one other thing that I want to mention though about this uh, before we wrap up is that I look at this. It's a Blizzard game. You've got maps that you're advancing your characters on. Uh, there's battles. You collect your heroes and level them up. It sounds a lot like Hearthstone Mercenaries. Mm-hmm. And if I'm already invested heavily in Hearthstone Mercenaries, which I can play on my phone as a mobile game, I mean, I'll, admittedly, they're two different experiences. This looks a lot better. This feels more like a, a game, whereas Hearthstone Mercenaries, I've never cared. For, like they, I felt like they, like they appropriated the Hearthstone interface as best they could, but like ultimately, like I don't know why that game they couldn't have done Hearthstone Mercenaries in a three like in a in a three D set, you know, like a three D interface kind of you know like where it looks like you got characters on a map actually fighting instead of little tokens just kind of like you know sliding around a board. I feel like there's a bit of a an overlap here. They're 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 kind of going for competing audiences, and I don't know. Admittedly, you know, until I play this, I won't really be able to say how similar they feel in gameplay. I mean, I did love, I got way into Hearthstone Mercenaries when it first came out. And then eventually I kind of was like, I got to stop playing this because I'm spending too much time playing Hearthstone Mer- Mercenaries and I haven't touched it since. Um, you know, so I, I've kind of, you know, I'm off the, what is it? I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, like 90 days sober from Hearthstone Mercenaries, basically. <laughs> Good <laughs> but- job. You get a chip. <laughs> get a chip and it's another it's another token that i can use to buy a mercenary oh, shit, it's a wow token isn't it <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know it just feels like i'm curious like how i mean the two teams must have been aware of it because i know like you know like you, you hear stories about like developers playing other games and whatnot i know some people on the wow team were you know when this was announced were like oh we're so excited i've been playing this on my phone it's so awesome um but it just feels a little bit like this kind of like I feel like this will scratch whatever itch you have that you would want to play mercenaries, except this looks like it's going to scratch it way better. And I wonder like what the fate of mercenaries is going to be in Hearthstone a year down the line after this is introduced. Like, are, is there is there enough of a, div, you know, a divergence there? Do they, these have different audiences that they're not going to be cannibalizing each other? 
Um, because I mean, you can spend a, a good amount of time playing Hearthstone. You can, you know, they, they both have PVE. This is going to have raids and dungeons. Um, did I say PVE or PVP? I meant PVP. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm just curious to see how that's going to play out. I don't know. To me, right now, just from like off the cuff looking at it here, I feel like they're not as far apart as they probably should be, and it, it's going to be interesting to see, like you know, is you know what's the 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 light. The, the lifespan of Hearthstone mercenaries. Cause that, like I said, I was way into that. And then I kind of was like, you know, I, I don't have time. And and the thing about Hearthstone is that it's becoming, it's becoming like its own gaming platform unto itself because Hearthstone mercenaries is so different from anything else within Hearthstone, at least even like, you know, even battlegrounds and like, pro, you know, like Hearthstone proper is a card game. Battlegrounds is like an evolution of a card game. And then, from there, it's like Hearthstone Mercenaries is even like a further evolution that the offerings that they have within the Hearthstone client are so diverse now that, you know, anything that they're doing outside that's like, oh, we've got this, you know, tower offense game is that it kind of feels like they're competing with themselves, which is a bit surprising. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's there's plenty of people that love Blizzard games, you know, that we know. So, you know, we'll see how this goes. But, yeah, it, it's. I, I, I guess I should say like I'm I'm not interested in this, but I'm curious. I'm you know I'll be I'll be paying attention to this, and I'm yeah I'll, I'll try to play it on my phone at one point, um, and then we'll see how it goes. I'm sure they'll hook me in. I'm sure like in like a year when it comes out or whatever, we'll be like oh my god, mm-hmm. this is the best game ever. Why were we talking crap about this before? And you're gonna forget all about Hearthstone Mercenaries. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna forget all about Hearthstone. I'll be like, what was that? <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, now that the that's out of the way here. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, start the show as we normally do. So, uh, Ray, how have things been going with Order of Corrupted Souls? Not too bad. I mean, we because we kind of had an off week where you know we run into the issue where like it's never one person calling out. It's like two or three, and then last week we had six. I was like, oof, this is hurting my everything. <laughs> but um, I mean, overall we're, we're still making progress. We got an extra. So we got uh, we're five of eleven on heroic now, at least. Even though we're running on a low team, it's I feel like it's always harder to want to pug for heroic when we're on progression, just because like you probably won't see these people again. We're at a point where like as long as everybody's all hands on deck and you know present to play, that we can actually like put a dent into it. But you know when we have these off weeks, it's a little bit owie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Apparently, I'm oh. That's what it was. I was like, why did I make a note of saying bad demon hunter is bad? But that was, that must have been from, <laughs> the, not this past Thursday, but the Thursday before. Looks like we were doing normal. What? Oh, because you B-rezzed him, right? And then he died. Oh, yeah. That was a that waste. Guy, that guy was bad. It was a, uh, yeah, he B-rezzed, he rezzed right into something that killed him immediately. Was it for Earth is probably, or not Earth is, uh, right? No, um, uh, was it Anduin? I feel like it was, I feel like it was Regalon. Maybe not. I think it was Anduin. Actually, you yeah. know what? It was Anduin. Yeah, I think it was Anduin. I remember this now. It was a bad time. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Boys and girls, if you don't know, sometimes people with slightly higher eye levels, it doesn't mean it applies well that they're no It they're doesn't doing. mean they're good. <laughs> you can you can get a pretty decent eye level um not rating. No, yeah, no, no. It's just <laughs> if like you know how, if you do the right solo content and you do it enough. Yeah. There's uh, the whole benefit yeah. of the doubt thing. I'm like, oh, I'll be fine because you know we have people in our group like oh no you know let's grab this class because of this buff or we need this or whatever so you know you're just like all right sure we'll just grab this person or whatever and then and i was like oh no he's dead i think i i obliterated his damage 
he did like no damage and I did lots of damage and I was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get beat by the just, holy priest. Just out of curiosity, roughly what eye level are you guys? Uh, right now I'm 270. And I okay. just got to 267. Okay, because I'm like a 240-something and I haven't touched a raid or even been like trying that hard to get my eye level. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, the Steam Hunter is uh, 249, which, you know, you want to... When we're when we're doing normal because people are missing, it's kind of like okay, you know, we can get people that's under two fifty two because it drops two fifty two, and usually what is it minus thirteen because that we, that's probably what you get out of a LFR, right? And then probably M plus will give you a little higher. So you know, flex somewhere in between where you can at least get a chance because unless if you have where we had you know people that you know accidentally signed up thinking it was heroic or whatever, and then they come in and then when we beat it and they're like. This isn't heroic loot. We signed up for the wrong thing. And it's like, oh, you know, oh, we won't right. get too many people unless if they're super, super, I have nothing to do or like me where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be a good Samaritan. I'm going to sign up and help out these people tonight. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, once in a lifetime thing or no, it'll happen more often than that. Let's be serious. It just, it'll happen. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but heroic uh, went well, you know, I'll let Eric get into the the rating portion stuff just because i think now that he's actually playing i can talk about things like meeting random people like i always do because it's always fun to meet random people that's how you start conversations and get more guildies and what have you so that was fun just been doing a lot of uh m pluses i finally got ksm so that's nice i have my mount and everything but apparently the next goal is to try to hit three thousand so you can get all 278 conduits which is probably gonna be really tough because i think i've only done like 17 or 18s a handful of them and whatnot but i mean you really need to have like it would be nice to have like a consistent team that like wants to do the stuff because as much as i have people who do 20s and whatnot they're like oh yeah you know as a holy priest you can do a lot of damage i'm like yes if people weren't dying i could probably do that and like we just did a 17 earlier it's the same thing it's like i want to try to start doing stuff but then you know the tank pulled a crap ton of like mobs and then people just started like getting picked off and i'm like well i I can't pew pew if people are (laughs) gonna get one shot this is not gonna help so (laughs) you know it has to be some i don't know the the stars and everything have to align for that to work out and i've yet to see me being able to actually help do damage while i'm healing because i don't think i have the right set of people while having to pug groups with you know i mean i get to play with like at most like one or two people that i know and then we always have to pug you know the other two so it's it's a crapshoot on like what exactly is going to happen, but I mean it's still fun because I still would like to practice and see what is different on the higher tier, you know, just to kind of like get used to it because you know we've been watching MDI and stuff like that. But again, they have people that know what they're doing, so it's not going to translate to me being able to do what they're doing since apparently holy priests are the things to play right now. Which you know I've you know I'm not I'm not the mainstream person. I've been playing this since 2007. <laughs> I've never changed my main. So now everybody's playing that. I'm like, what what are they doing that's different? You know, but it's just I think it's just the, the comp that they have and the grouping of people knowing what to blow up when and probably eating and breathing and sleeping and pluses until they croak. Eric, what have you been up to? Um rating. Um I forget if I talked about this last time or if it had been after that, but I had actually played Toretto again for the first time in a long time. Ooh. And did I, you tank? I, yeah, I did. I all but retired him for the six or for the second <laughs> half of this expansion. But um, but yeah, I mean, and they they brought you back out of it. <laughs> I, uh, I was like, it was that day that or that that um raid night that we had like six people 
basically not be able to make it. And I was like, all right, well, we can do normal. I'll bring this super undergeared Death Knight tank. At least I have like eight years experience tanking on it. So we'll figure it out. Um, so we went through and did normal. And I think we cleared. Mm, what did we get? Eight? I think because we actually got through Anduin. Yeah, um, we got pretty far. Yeah, we <laughs> did all right. And um, so I got some upgrades for there. And then like last week, I think was the the Mythic Weekly or the weekend event where you do four Mythics and you get a heroic raid piece as a reward. So like, okay, let's all blitz through these. So also keep in mind, like this character is wearing stuff from like heroic uh, Jaina or not Jaina. Um, what was the last raid? I'm totally drawing a blank. What, Sanctum of Domination? Thank you. Domination. All right. So from Sylvanas. Yes. Sylvanas was the character I was looking for. Anyway, we go through and I finish these four and the reward is like this heroic jailer weapon. It's like ridiculous. And I'm like, God, now I have to play this character, don't I? (laughs) And and so otherwise, yeah, uh, yeah, Shanny Man. Otherwise, all I do with him is basically fish now, except for, you know, in the last couple of weeks, I started playing him again. Um, so, so, so Toretto, he's just out there on the on the shore, just fishing, and then yep. you know, like like one of your guildies comes up and they're like, you got to come back and tank for family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just like that for family, and I put my fishing pole down, and then came out and, and tanked give, and got they some. They gear. give you a Corona light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have any brew you want as long as it's Corona. Yeah. Meanwhile, every other person's like, man, I hope I get a get a heroic weapon drop from this cache and Eric's like oh what's this over here like <laughs> last boss loot sure like what um <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise um that's for me on the alt side but otherwise i've been still maining kicking the warlock um earlier tonight we did a plus 17 sanguine depths and I actually got the offhand i've been needing forever i've been i've been trying to get an offhand for like four weeks and uh, finally, so I'm replacing that that 236 blue that I had before with something much better. Um, so I'm happy about that. We'll see how that goes. Now that I finally got kind of the last piece of the the gear puzzle that I was that I was missing. So that we'll find out next week. Kind of excited about that. Um, but otherwise, I think I think for me that's about it. I haven't really done much else other than just doing dungeons with uh, Ray and whoever else is on, and then raid night. I haven't done any Torghast or PvP or anything like that recently. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Are you close to being exalted yet? Because you are human, right? So. Um. Oh, with what? Zareth Mortis? Mm-hmm. I'm like a couple thousand away, I think, from getting it because sure. I haven't been going ham on it. Well, after I like unlocked the things that I mostly need, like I think I needed to get to Revered. I basically just stopped doing quests up there. <laughs> I'll get the rep from doing other things, you know, or, or eventually from killing things here and there. But I, I stopped actively trying. Yeah, my, my, I shouldn't say problem, but my, my goal in Zareth Mortis right now is to get the, uh, is to craft a bunch of the mounts. And so the problem I'm running into is that like you can get the, you can get the lattices to drop. I mean, they take some farming, but it's not that bad. You can, you know, if you, you just have to know where to go to get the different resources uh, there's like every every res- recipe has like one like exotic resource you have to get either it comes from a certain uh, mob you got to drop or you got to find it somewhere that's you know you just got to do that that's simple enough but it's the genesis moats you need so many genesis moats <laughs> <laughs> and it's like oh like i'll just kill you know mobs as i'm going along about my business and like that's not enough like i need to just go and farm genesis moats well they have uh groups for that too 
when you if you're, you log in and then like, you just walk around and you'll help pew pew just but you're probably looting more than anything else because they're going so fast yeah but it's yeah so maybe i need to join one of those i mean i, I go in and and I'll, I'll kill some stuff and i'll do it for like 20 minutes and i'll get like you know 20 or so however many genesis modes that i need and I'm like okay I don't, i'm 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 done let me move on to something else let me find <laughs> another way to make this less less grindy so i will get those mounts it's just gonna be a while mm-hmm. um yeah so but speaking of grinds and things that are difficult to do the one thing that i want to talk about is that they uh so blizzard the other day announced because it's the first week of may or actually now it's the second week of may and uh so it's uh, children's week is upon us and with children's week comes the annual tradition of everyone complaining about children's week because there's the uh the one achievement that's required for it which children's week being one of the holidays is required for what, what a long strange trip it's been to get your violet proto drake and uh one of the one of the uh, achievements required to get the children's week portion of that is the school of hard knocks where uh, children's week being where you take the orphan on a whole bunch of little quests and whatnot around Azeroth. And as you have the orphan out, you do various achievements, uh, you know, and you get credit for that. And so the school of hard knocks was you take your little orphan and you have to have your orphan out while you do certain PVP achievements. So you go in like a battleground and, uh, you know, like, I think like one of them is you have to like uh, return a flag or something in Warsong Gulch with your orphan out. Uh, there's one of there's one where you have to go to like Altrock Va- Valley and do a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I think you have to protect a bunker or burn a bunker and do a bunch of stuff all with your orphan out. Um, you have to, you know. And this is notoriously difficult because not only is it that you have to have your orphan out to do this stuff. Not only is it that if you're not a, like you want this achievement, you have to go into the PVP battlegrounds and do these things, um, but they're not always things that you should be doing to complete the uh, you know the battleground. Like it may not be in the best interests of your battleground for you to be hanging out at a given bunker in Altrag Valley while everybody else is doing some other objective, but you're over here trying to you know get a certain number of kills or whatnot with your orphan out so you can get credit for it and. So the PVPers hate it because they get all these people coming in who don't know how to PVP, who just want to get this stuff done, who are doing doing stuff they don't need to be doing, running around with their own agenda in the battleground. <laughs> and then the people who are in there, they hate it because they don't want to be in the battleground to begin with. And so every year, everybody's like, why is School of Hard Knocks an achievement? This is dumb. Get rid of it. Or at least, you know, don't make it a requirement for Children's Week. Because again, if you want to get the Violet Proto Drake, you have to do Children's Week and you only get one week to do it per year. You don't get it done this week. You got to wait again until next year. So <coughs> finally, after, I don't know, oh, what, what, the, the achievements came out in Wrath. I think this is the Violet Protodrake has been around since like Wrath. Um, so it's been like four, 13, four, 15 years. It's been 15 years since what? whenever, 13, 14 years. I don't know. A long time. A mm-hmm. really, really long time. Blizzard has finally decided to get rid of the School of Hard Knocks as a requirement for Children's Week, as a requirement for uh, the what a long, strange trip it's been. So you can now get your Violet Proto Drake without having to do School of Hard Knocks. And as someone who, with a week off of work that just happened to correspond to Children's Week back in 2010, <laughs> was able to go into these battlegrounds every day for a week. And I don't know if it took me the whole week, but it took me several hours during the day to do this, complete this, 
got my Violet Proto Drake back in like 2010. I don't even think it was off Children's Week. It was off like like Hollow's End or something. I forget which holiday it was, but I completed the circuit for the year. As someone who at best does Raid Finder, I mean, I raided with you guys on some normal raids back in the day. Never, you know, barely go into Heroic until it's way out of date. You know, never touch Mythic Plus. Um, I think I've raided some Mythic Plus dungeons with you and maybe got like one drop or something, you know. I have no actual achievement to my WoW credits. I have done nothing that I can be elitist about except for this. <laughs> <laughs> and Blizzard in one fell swoop is taking that away from me. Of course. I have nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing and all I can do is grind Genesis motes and, and, and cry. <laughs> cry while I kill Servids and get one mote at a time. This is, this is what I've been reduced to. <laughs> It took away your one bragging right. Right. Yes. Oh, that yes. that was a fun one to do, though. I mean, but yeah, I, I get it. There are people who are upset about doing it, but I mean, didn't that just mean for the PVPers, there's just more people to melt, at least well, during that time. <laughs> but you know, it was one of those things where everybody hated it, and we were united in our hatred of it. Yeah. That we're like, yes, this is annoying. It's annoying for you. It's annoying for me. You don't want me here. I don't want to be here. Nobody wants this, but we're going to do this anyway, because this is just how it has been. And I know that just because, you know, you know, just because the way things have always been doesn't mean you should continue to do them. You know, just, you know, you don't want to see, you shouldn't want, you know, future generations to suffer just because you, you had to suffer. But no, I do. I think people should continue to suffer about this. <laughs> yeah. It was called, they made us do uh silver shard mines for the cloak and in, in, uh, right 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 you're mm -hmm. right and that and i mean that's out of the game now only because the cloak's out of the game if they ever do missed classic it'll be interesting to see if that comes I'm, back i'm sure people are very upset about having to do that i was like <laughs> i was like this place makes no sense <laughs> but yeah so i mean yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm glad for people don't get me wrong i'm being a little a, a little sarcastic here but at the same time it's like th that was that was legitimately uh, annoying to do. <laughs> I had and so I had fun with it, but I think I've already talked about it before. When uh, going there, I was like, "Hey, there's a rogue over here because there's a there's a kid out here, but you can't see the person <laughs> incoming." Holy Nova! Oh, there he is! Yeah, who's, yeah. who's just leaving their their orphans in the middle of Alterac Valley? Someone left their child. No, like, out I remember. Here. I remember at the time there were like Alliance and Horde like uh, players who like you, if you could find them, they would like motion you and be like, OK, like I'm Alliance, you're Horde. We're both here for the achievement. So let's just come over here and do our thing so we can get, you know, like we'll kill each other basically to, you know, kind of cheese our way through this and we don't have to affect the rest of the battleground what's going on. Um, you know, there were there were, you know, there were ways people tried to, you know, get around this as best they could. Um, it's. It's a little bit sad to see only in the sense of like, it was a shared hardship and that bonds you and that, that gives you a special, you know, like, oh no, like we made it through that. And now it's like future people won't get that, but no, it's fine. They want to get rid of it. That's fine. Here's what I ask though. Nerf path of Ascension, because that's, that's another one that's really tough. You got, what is it? It's, it's, uh, it's the, uh, the Kyrian. Uh, the, the Kyrian special, uh, like, uh, covenant thing where, you know, like, uh, you have, uh, was it the garden for Ardenweald and you have the, uh, the stitching table for the Necro Lords. So you have the Kyrian path of Ascension where you have, uh, Mykonos, Clea and Pelagos 
and you basically like have to play as them and do like 10 fights, but you have to do the 10 fights over and over again on scaling difficulty and you have to craft stuff in order to unlock the fights. It's a ton of work. People, you know, it takes forever. And here's the kicker. It's not account wide. So the rewards that you can buy various armor types within the, the covenant. But yeah, if you want all four armor types, you have to do it four times on four different characters. Um, so not only should they make it account or, or, you know, account wide, you only have to do it once, but nerf it, make it easier. You know, I can't get my proto Drake easier. Cause I already have that. You're, you know, instead of giving me the purple Drake, give me the purple armor. Let's, let's, let's call it, call it even there. So that's my request. That's what I want to see. I don't have any carrying characters. Hmm? I don't have any carrying characters. So I haven't, I haven't uh, had that hardship yet. I know Ray had a carrying character at least once. Oh, I have like three or four of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I've seen her in the Covenant. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. I'm like, oh, hey, there you are, jumping around. I'm just depositing Anna and then running back out. But, yeah, so so that's my request. If you're going to nerf School of Hard Knocks, nerf the Path of Ascension. And I think that's fair. Then everybody's happy. There's nothing left that you need to nerf. Everybody's good. You've addressed everything. <laughs> All problems solved. The game solved. is perfect. It is where it should be. Oh, yes. Mount farming for shared hardships. Good times. I haven't done that in a while. Hmm. Yeah, Should I know. do that. <laughs> Camping out in Ice Crowners. What was this? Oh, God. Uh, we're next to Ice Crown. And talking about trying to get Proto Drake. Mm-hmm. Which that wasn't, that wasn't Ice Crown. It was the next one. Storm Peaks. Right? Yep. Yeah. Storm yep. Peaks. See, they should just make that up all the time and then just call it the time saved Proto Drake. Yeah, right. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> With the one of the rest of the quality of life improvements. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the time saver proto trick. He's <laughs> just always there for all to kill. He doesn't move. He's got a skull on the map. You just go get him. <laughs> there. And every time you kill him, two more spawn. If only. If only. So let's let's move on here into some of the news lately. We're getting uh, still getting some more news about some of the changes coming in Dragonflight. Uh, in particular, one of the changes I forget which interview this was mentioned in, but uh, they're looking to remove all race and class restrictions, uh, with the exception of for Evoker and Drakthir. Like those are still a one to one thing. You're a Drakthir, you're an Evoker, you're a Evoker, you're a Drakthir. But all of the race cra- class restrictions they're looking to remove. Um, so that said, some of them are a little bit easier to remove than others. Uh, so coming in, uh, coming in, uh, in, in Dragonflight, uh, you'll be able to, all, all classes, all races will be able to be rogues and, uh, what else was it? Rogues and priests and I think monks was monks, one of them. And, uh, there's other one I'm missing mages. Mm. Yeah. So the ones that they still have to do, I think are warlocks. Uh, warlocks, druids, paladins. What about warriors and, sh- and shaman? Wait, all, everybody can be a warrior. Everybody already, already can. Okay. Yeah. Everybody so can be. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was the thing. Warrior was the first one that everybody could be. Yep. Then they then they they did hunters because for the longest time you couldn't be a gnome hunter and then right. they finally relented I on that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's rogues, uh, rogues, mages, priests, and monks. I think. So yeah, and pa- then Shantyman says like druid. panda and druids. Yeah. Like, if they're not, Those, if it's not a panda tank, I'd be well, very the surprised. Is, the classes that they aren't doing yet, like these are all the easy ones. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really need to, there, there's little, 
differentiation between the races. But like druids is going to be one of the last ones because they they need unique Complete, art yeah. for each of the druid forms for each race. So they're gonna there's a ton of work to do before they'll have the druids ready. But they're working towards that. Um, I guess paladins they have like their paladin chargers. Those are uniquely racial. Um, so they have some work to do towards that. Shaman of their shaman totems. So there's going to be some work towards that. Uh, I don't know about warlocks. Warlocks just called like all the same demons. So I don't know. Yeah, what, I think there might be a, more of a lore thing. Maybe they want to in, in, integrate that with the lore. Well, um, isn't that what paladins was the lore thing too? Isn't it or was something? Uh, that's also yeah. That's right. also true. That's also true. But that, that's one of those things though where I, uh, I mean, all they need to do like basically all, what they've done before. Like, how did they introduce torn paladins? They threw two NPCs actually. It was torn paladins and torn priests. They threw two NPCs in uh, Thunder Bluff, and they were just like, "Hey, I've been noticing some cool stuff about paladins. Maybe we should check that stuff out." And then the next expansion, oh, hey, we're paladins now, and they're the trainers. Mm-hmm. So all you need to do is just like throw like you know what Volpera throw like two Volpera somewhere and just be like, "Hey, man, maybe we should be paladins or you know whatever." And then boom, now you have Volpera <laughs> paladins. Um, and I'm assuming that's because you. I'm assuming you can't have Volpera paladins now, but who knows? I don't think I've um, seen one. So. Yes, no, the, the, the real, the fun ones are really the Torn and Draenei being rogues, because that's just, <laughs> they're just clomping around. I mean, a, a Torn rogue has, has been uh, sort of a joke for the longest time. Yeah. They got foamer felt hooves. bottoms. Yeah. Right. Like, they're going to have to, yeah, they're going to be, have little, uh, little special uh, sneaky shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's just r- m- rogues, mages, and priests, no monks. Okay. So, but monks, it's like, I think it's only like worgen and goblins that can't be monks anyway. So it's like, it's really esoteric as far as why they're not allowed. Oh, but what about like mechanonomes? Yes. Oh, mecha- this will include mechanonomes. So you'll have mechanonome Pan. priests, Mecha- uh, mages, and rogues, <laughs> as well as hunters and war- so warriors. Great. So yeah. And eventually mechanonome druids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> It's going to be bizarre, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they gave the gnome hunters and then with the gnome hunters, they were like, oh, and no, you can tame robots. Yeah, right. So then they'll just be, they'll, if you think about it, mechanonomes, mechanonome druids will just be transformers. Yeah. They, they'll just yeah, turn right. into like, you know, I just, you know, they should make the little like, you know, noise when they, they uh, <laughs> oh, what if the travel form is like a semi truck, like Optimus Prime? It's just, that actually would be awesome. And then you can still have somebody jump on the back. That would be awesome. Please. And then, yeah, then they have to, like, when they come out of it, they need to, like, fly forward, like, mm-hmm. as they, like, you know, like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They'll probably just make them into choppers, and then somebody will jump on the motorcycle. Yeah, that's, that probably makes the most sense. But, but yeah. I want a semi-truck. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's coming. And then and then that, that'll be coming for a while. Um, I have a feeling we'll get the first batch with this expansion. I could see, this sounds like something that they'll they'll start with this expansion, and then they'll have everything ready by the next expansion. Um, cause I want, I, like, it doesn't feel like, okay, like, like a Torrin rogue really doesn't feel like that hard to enable because it's like, you know, like I said, like, you know, like the rogue class kit isn't very race specific and mm-hmm. it's especially interesting too, in light of what we've seen about like how rogues work over the years, um, looking at, uh, safe Haven, uh, the cinematic where Thrall and Sorfang are attacked by the rogues and you, you know, and for years I've always assumed like, oh, like the little rogue, like, you know, that little, and then the, 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 like, the way they go invisible to, I've always thought like, oh no, that's just like an analog. Like really that's like, oh no, you're hiding and you've got like, you know, camouflage on and you're, 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 you're not actually casting a spell that goes, and then you're just flat out invisible. 
Like, I just thought like that was a game mechanic thing, not an actually what's happening in Azeroth. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no, no, we're going to show you some rogues doing exactly what rogues do. And it's totally just a spell. And they are <laughs> legitimately invisible. And once you've established that, then it's like, yeah, a, ro- a Torn can do that. Right. Like, it's not like it's not like you have this massive thing like trying to hide behind a bush. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, because now it's just a Torn just, just invisible. If it were like so. that, it would just be Torn in ghillie suits. And you could only uh, you could only attack out in open world. It wouldn't be anywhere with streets. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so has anybody is- saved the name Incognito yet? Incognito? Well, Incognito. You might have just blown it. Yeah. Oh, Incognito. <laughs> oh, don't do it now. Rogue Torin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, random thought in my brain. <laughs> amazing. There's gonna be a bunch of them now. I know. Sorry. I like my ideas. <laughs> so yeah so that's coming in uh presumably patch 10.0 but we'll see we'll see how that works out um a few other things uh that they've announced is that uh so we know that they're going to do a season four of shadowlands uh before uh dragonflight releases um and they've been talking a little bit more about that in particular uh Ahead of the curve for Sepulchre, the first ones is going to end when season four starts. So if you want that mount, if you want to, you know, if you want the achievement, you have to get that done, not before 10.0, but you have to get that done before season four because of the changes that they're bringing to season four, it seems are going to, it's going to change the rate enough, or at least the rating experience enough that it won't be the same. So they haven't said when that's dropping. It sounds like season four is going to be a shortened season. But, you know, I guess it depends when they, you know, we don't have any real time frame on any of this yet, other than it's about six to eight months per season. Uh, and what is it? Uh, season three, Sepulchre dropped at the end of March, was it? So we're about two months in. So you've got about four to six months before season four, presumably, and then maybe it'll be like four to six months for season four. Um, Shanti pointing out that Taliesin has Invisible. That's great. As his uh, Torin Rogue name. <laughs> nice. <That's> amazing. <laughs> I'm going to see a lot of people with really cool Torn Rogue names and they're never going to get past level 10. Right. <laughs> just the name. Just hang out in the start, the Torn Rogue starting zone. Just look at all the names there. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, make sure you get your head of the curve done, um, you know, fairly soon, but you've got some time. Um, but the thing about season four that's going to be interesting is they're going to be experimenting with the raid rewards because I guess since the, rewar- the raids are going to be like every week, you're going to have a different raid sort of active uh, from shadowlands so like every third week you'll get uh your class on your uh then you'll get the sanctum and then you'll get the sepulcher um but then what they're going to do is they're going to have quests to drop certain tokens and then you can take those tokens and buy certain types of gear i think you get three tokens of to buy like a base piece of gear and then you'll have to collect like 30 of a certain other type of token to then level that up so uh, like you basically like you 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 uh kill a certain number of bosses you get your 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 first of 3 of a base token you buy a piece of the it's like a trinket or a ring that you want and then you have that and it's at a at a, a, a fairly low eye level you know com- compared to the rating i mean it'll be appropriate for that level but then if you it'll be like the normal token and then if you want to upgrade that to heroic all the while as you're killing bosses you have to collect this other token that you then get like 30 of them and then you can buy whatever to upgrade your normal ring. Now it'll be a heroic ring. And then you have to get like 40 more of those token to upgrade it from normal to mythic. Um, 
and you'll be as I said, you'll have three tokens. You'll be able to get three pieces of gear over the course of season four. And what they said is they're kind of experimenting with this format to see how this feels. Uh, this might be something they'll bring forward. And basically, they're look they're kind of looking at season four as like you guys need stuff to do. We're going to change up things a little bit here and see how it feels. And hopefully the changes will be enough that'll keep everything interesting for, for you know, as the, for the players. Well, the devs can kind of look and see how things are going uh, to, to see how it makes sense to, you know, do itemization uh, going forward. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all works. Um, I don't know. How do you guys feel about like, I mean, this is kind of like badges coming back a little bit, but not really. I mean, how do you guys feel about this? I'm excited. I'm excited that we'll be able to do the previous raids as current again. I mean, every time we're in one of those raids, you know, and that is current, you get so sick of it and you're ready for the next one. But after it's been gone a little while, you know, I'll be ready. maybe I'll come back. All right. But like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, we'll play Sanctum again and I'm sure I won't hate it as much as I did at the time. And then uh, Vampire Gang, that was fine. I liked that raid. Um, until I had to do it for like, you know, 15 week street or whatever it was. But, um, yeah, no, I'm excited that we'll, it'll at least add some variety and then the token system, we'll see how that plays out. But anything where you get credit for killing bosses and you can use that to upgrade something I'm all for. Right. And, uh, they did say like, even though it'll take you like 10 bosses to get your first token to buy the first piece of gear, you'll be able to start accruing the other tokens for upgrading it with your very first kill. So mm -hmm. even though you don't have any gear to upgrade, you'll still be getting the upgrade tokens. Cause sure. like I said, you need like 30 of those to upgrade it. And these numbers are all rough at this point. Like they haven't iterated on this or tested this on the PTR or anything. We'll see how this all plays out. Like the numbers will probably change when it actually goes live, but this is just what they were saying is like how the system would work. Okay. Yeah. You have any thoughts, Ray? No, oh, I, I like it too. I mean, it's nice to have a variety of things to do. So people aren't seeing the same things over and over again. And, you know, for me, I see it as a second chance. I'm like, do we have enough guildies this time? I mean, just do a guild run. So I can get credit for the things that we keep missing out on because we kept having to plug people in random intervals because apparently everybody just has issues having at the same exact time. Like everybody had to go to the bathroom at the same time and I just don't see them again. <laughs> <laughs> that That's... That, that's less concerning if everybody like ate dinner together because then it's like oh it's something in the food but if they're all apart and that happened then that, that's a little weird <laughs> it's the only correlation I can think of you know what I mean it's like oh yeah I'll, I'll also not be here I'm like oh alright it's like, it's like when you see the timestamps coming in I'm like huh alright you know, mm -hmm. everybody should be excited to be the first one and be like look I'm telling you super ahead of time that I'm not going to be here tonight or in two weeks or whatever because it's it's easier for me to have the thing. Because like I think last week was literal. Like all right, I was like, this is what we got done. So tomorrow we'll you know, um, so and so will be back. We're gonna start off and get him some gear. Blah blah. All of a sudden, just bam, <laughs> six people missing the next day. I was like, oh, all the plans that I just made won't work now. Now I have to make a new plan. <laughs> One other thing to mention is that patch nine point two point five, which will bring with it the cross faction rating. Uh, will not be synced with season four. So patch 9.2.5 will arrive before season four starts. So if you want to do your cross-faction rating, you'll still be able to get ahead of the curve through cross-faction rating. I don't know how much of a time window you'll have. It may be like a week or a month. I mean, we don't know. But the plan right now is like, you know, patch 9.2.5 is on its own schedule. 
separate from when season four is going to drop. I think season four, they're probably watching that as far as they're going to try to time that more based off when they feel that Dragonflight will launch, you know, as far as trying to make sure they have a good amount of time to keep everybody active, you know, maybe even wait till, okay, is everybody starting to really get sick of season three that we can drop season four? Um, that's patch 9.2.5. That feels like they'll just get that out when that's ready. Um, so whatever their normal development cycle is. So they're not going to be holding anything like, okay, like we're about halfway between when we think we're ready to go. Let's, let's set that out. Um, that, you know, once I, you know, I think that's already on the PTR. So when, you know, once that, uh, you know, once that gets to the point where they're, they're good releasing that they'll release that. I mean, there's plenty of, uh, quests and, and changes to Orgrimmar and stuff that's all been dropping on there. Um, on the PTR about 9.2.5, if you want to check that out. Uh, it sounds like there's some interesting stuff coming. Um, so there'll be some stuff to keep us busy going forward in the game. Uh, so that looks good. Um, one other thing I want to mention is that Blizzard is hired Jessica Martinez as their VP of Culture. Um, and so it looks like they have another, um, you know, female vice president there. I, you know, that's good. Uh, again, you know, a company, you know, no, that, you know, we've had problems with, female representation, especially at the corporate level. We had Jen O'Neill who was promoted uh, to co-president and then subsequently uh, decided to leave after like 90 days, basically, um, you know, you know, not quite the same level of leadership, um, but uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully that the, the compensation is accurate for her or appropriate for her. Um, you know, there's no issues there with her making less than any of her other vice president counterparts. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll see how that does, but uh yeah, you know, Blizzard hiring a new vice president of culture. So that uh, seems like that should be good, at least on, on its face. And then finally, now is the time when we look back 100 episodes. Uh, this looks back at episode number 112, which was our episode right after patch 8.0 uh, came out, the pre-patch for Battle for Azeroth. Uh, so that was back when we had the uh, the burning of Teldrassil and all that stuff and the, the quest line to start that. Um, uh, we talked about uh, our efforts at completing the content that was going away. Uh, Ray wasn't able to get field medic, but she did get her elemental shaman mage tower, so that was good. Uh, Harvid some hunter mage towers, and Eric did them for your death knight. Uh, we also talked about uh, the availability of legendaries, and uh, we talked about how they were handled in Legion. Uh, then we also talked about changes to guild management, uh, although we didn't really play too much with the tools. Uh, but uh, we were excited to log in and get our honor applied across all our characters. And then, uh, then we, we had a discussion about when exactly does an expansion end versus when does it begin? Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, this is the beginning of battle for Azeroth, but technically like it's still Legion content that we're doing. So we kind of talked about that a little bit. Uh, we also talked about a dev Q and a that, uh, Ian and Josh, by the way, Josh Devalor, he left blizzard. Uh, he left blizzard a few weeks ago. Um, really? Uh, yeah. I forget where he said he went to, but, uh, yeah, he's no longer a community manager over there. Uh, and it's funny because uh, that one of the things about Arclight Rumble is that he said, like, this was one of the last things that he knew about, you know, as far as what was coming in the pipeline. Uh, so he's looking forward to getting stuff announced that he doesn't that he can actually comment on because he wasn't aware of it. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's right. So he he left Blizzard. Um, and. Uh, yeah. And then also they had, we were talking about the animated shorts that were coming for Jaina, Sylvanas and Ashara. Uh, so that uh, that was episode number 112 from July 24th of 2018. And finally, I want to sh- give a shout out to, we have a new Patreon for WoW Talk, uh, Michael Cowart. So thank you for uh, joining us and being a patron. Uh, you can check out our patrons over at uh, patreon.com. You can join us and uh, 
help support the show there, just like Michael. So thank you very much, Michael, for uh, becoming a patron. Thank you. And uh, yeah. Hey. And that has been episode number 212 of Wow Talk. Thank you to everyone at home for downloading and listening. Thank you again to Michael Cowart for being a patron. Thank you to Heat Kings for the intro song. And thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing. And thank you everyone hanging out in the chat room. Tonight we had Boreak171, Danking Around, Shannyman Gaming, and True Dalbert. So thank you. I saw you guys were chatting in the chat room. It was very awesome to see that. We are at Wow Talk MTB on Twitter, also at the Mash Network. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mash those buttons. Also on YouTube at youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Ray, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Facebook at my name, and the URL there is be shown in Omiko, which is my Twitter handle, and for Discord with a pound sign 4932. And Eric, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook with my name and on Discord at Toretto pound sign 7645. And I am at WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on The Torn and the Goblin, uh, talking about Warcraft lore, and also on Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast, talking about Mass Effect, a Legendary Edition. Uh, this week, I think we should have an episode about Eden Prime and Javik coming out at some point, so check that out. Our next show recording is scheduled for May 23rd, 2022, at 10.30 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash mashthosebuttons. And you can join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. Email us with any questions or comments. Let us know what you think about Arclight Rumble or Genesis Motes or uh, or School of Hard Knocks if you want to show solidarity with me and we can start an in-game protest <laughs> about how that should remain as part of the uh, Long Strange Trip meta achievement. Uh, email us, wowtalk at mash.gg. And if you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And visit mtb.gg slash support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where you can support the show by joining Wow Talk membership at $1.25 per episode or $2.50 per month, or you can provide general support for $2 per month. And for those in the chat room, please consider a Twitch subscription if you can. You can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link where you can get codes for Steam, Epic Game Store, you play and more, or check out our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtb.gg slash support. And stay tuned to hear about other shows on the Mash Those Buttons network. For Ray and Harv, who couldn't be here, and Eric, I'm Nick. Hold them accountable. See you guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord.